Mick Monagle here with you on the fan for our five-hour midnight ride. That's right. And if it seems like the music's all over the place, Paul's still in the building. There it is. It's up. It's down. Much like our emotions. As a Jet fan or as a baseball fan waiting for Yamamoto. But I told you, I don't know why none of you listen to me. What a glorious morning for Jet fans. Embrace it. Don't be one of these don't be one of these dopes who think you should break it down. Don't be one of the dopes who think today was a bad day when the the almighty of your franchise actually spoke to the media and never before like of all the times he speaks to McAfee, right? Is obviously if you don't know, Tuesdays are game day for Aaron Rodgers this year. He speaks to McAfee. He talks to Pat McAfee and for the entire season it's always felt like you got the best feel of the team. Not by listening to the coach after the game. Not by listening to the coach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Not listening to the players on Thursday and Friday. Not li- certainly not listening to Hackett on Thursday. But you got the best feel of what's going on. Whether he be rehabbing in California or most recently since around Thanksgiving, whether he's with the team you always felt like you've gotten the best feel for the team and what is going on and how they view things and how things are run by the leader of the franchise, Aaron Rodgers, speaking to Pat McAfee on Tuesday afternoon. And never before, never before has it been more obvious. The words come out of his mouth and you know them to be true and you know the weight they carry and you know what it means for the franchise. All the questions we might have had over the last week, all the yelling about whether or not it's time to break it down, What do you let Rodgers run the team, Do you? what do you do with this miserable coach who's lost two out of every three games he's coached, 20% of those losses are by two touchdowns, we know all the stats, we know everything, what do you do, how do you do it? He comes on McAfee, and he lets you know. He lets you know what's going on with your franchise, so I can yell about it. BT and the and and the and Sal can yell about it. The morning show, everyone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we say. What did Roger say? And boy, did he tell you exactly what's going on with your franchise, Jet fans. And it's time to embrace it. And I told you, they are not moving on from anyone. This year is a wash. It, it's like it didn't happen. He was Will Smith with the Men in Black mind eraser, and it's just that's what he did today. Whoop! He pushed the button. He told you a narrative that, the, that his tenure as a New York Jet, uh, Jet quarterback starts next year, and we forget about it. That's what happened because he obviously told Pat McAfee a couple of things, and for me, all of them, all of them, positive. That's how I feel. If I'm a Jet fan, today is a good day. One, there he's not going to play. That's the most obvious one. That's the one I didn't even really need for him to say because we all know it. It makes no sense. He won't be 100% at any point this year, and there, would, there was a, a reason and a time where that might have made sense to push the idea of coming back before being 100% healthy There is no reason for that on a dead season. He is not going to play. He's coming back next year. First and foremost, out of the way, easy peasy. But then the next two. One, it's not just going to be next year. He wants to play multiple years, which is why, and what we thought the whole time, which is why he renegotiated his contract. He's been talking about this. It's why Zach Wilson never made sense. It's 
He was always going to be here for a couple of years. He considers this year a wash. You're moving forward with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Forget it. There's no breaking it down. There's no moving on. Aaron Rodgers is here, and he's here for multiple seasons. And you have a plan, a three-year. The plan is back on. The plan is back. Aaron Rodgers for multiple years chasing a Super Bowl. That's the plan. And this injury doesn't change it. It just delayed it. The plan missed the bus. It fell asleep on the train. But that's okay because next stop, Willoughby. And let's see if we can get that Super Bowl. So Aaron Rodgers is here. He's committed to the Jets. And he still loves everybody in the building. And that's the next thing you heard. Those were the question marks, right? How committed and what does he really feel about this coaching staff? Because a lot of Jet fans, oh, we got a clean house. We got a clean house. Salah sucks. Hackett sucks. Douglas sucks. I got a call yesterday that he's worse than than Idzik and McCagnan. That's what some Jet fans feel about Joe Douglas right now as they've watched this offensive line and quarterback play tank another season. But if you heard the man from upon high come down and give you the answers you are seeking for, he told you, I love Joe Douglas. I think he's done a tremendous job drafting and building this roster. I love Coach Sala. I think he's an excellent head coach. And obviously, I love Nathaniel Hackett, who I share a birthday with. I found that out today. I had no idea. Both of us, December 19th. He's my new favorite guy. I love Nathaniel Hackett. And I do believe his offense is quarterback friendly. And it was built around me and my skill set. The skill set of being able to come to the line, read defenses, run the play, have the freedom to make checks and changes, and run an offense that I know oh so well with a coach I trust and a head coach I trust and a GM I adore. That's the plan. It's always been the plan. And as much as you might have thought him coming back was a pipe dream, the idea of getting off the plan was even more a pipe dream. You are back on full board. We love the coach, we love the GM, and we love my offensive coordinator, and damn it, next year you're going to see how much you love me. That's it. That's it. And it's the right thing to do. It's 100% the right thing to do. I talked about this yesterday. And especially Hackett, and especially what he said about his offense being comfortable and built around him and his ability to make changes at the line and be completely immersed and know this offense like the back of his hand. And that's why it never made any sense. You can think whatever you want to think about Nathaniel Hackett. And he did a horrendous job this year. He was unable in any way, shape, or form to divert off of what he knows best and divert his plans for Aaron Rodgers in this offense to try and acquiesce to the skill set and unfortunately lack thereof of Zach Wilson. He was unable to do it in any meaningful way. And I don't think Zach Wilson's any good, but you could have tried to do something to try and bring out the best of Zach Wilson. And this coaching staff was terrible at it. Fine, fair. Now you're questioning the effort on a 30 to nothing miserable performance in Miami against the Dolphins. Fine, fair. I question it too. But you know what that team doesn't question? From the ball boy to Sauce Gardner, to Garrett Wilson, to every single player on that team. Do you know what they don't question? They don't question Aaron Rodgers and the ability for Aaron Rodgers to lead them to the promised land, even if it's fool's gold, even if it never comes to fruition, even if next year he looks like a 40-year-old coming off an Achilles injury and it never takes off the ground, all possible. But this team believes in it. 
And now they know he believes in the coach. And that's an easy sell. That's it. He's the leader. They don't have to trust Salah. They're told we can trust Salah by the man they trust implicitly. As long as Salah has Aaron Rodgers in his corner, he will not lose this team. He will not lose this team as long as that man is still publicly calling him an excellent head coach. Who are they to question Aaron Rodgers? He's been around. He's seen things, man. And he knows what an excellent coach is. And he's telling them that Robert Sala is an excellent coach and that despite the struggles, Nathaniel Hackett's offense is one he knows inside and out. And that's why you don't move on from them. Because as much as I think Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame player and is capable of somewhat being able to pick up a new offense, if you're going to stick with him, and you clearly are, once you bring him in, you ride this thing until the wheels fall off. There's no other. There's no other option. You ride with. You ride with Rodgers. It's just that simple. And if you are going to do that, why on earth? It's it's yeah. It's partially acquiescing to him and letting him run the franchise. Fine. You want to parse words with that? Fine. But why wouldn't you want him comfortable inside an offense he believes in, won two MVPs with, and and ultimately knows like the back of his hand? Why would you want to bring him back and put him in a different situation where he might not trust it the way he trusts this? There's nothing else to do. All you can do is turn on Pat McAfee and be in the warm glow of the positive spin that your supreme leader had given you on this Tuesday afternoon. That's it. That's it. So enjoy it. Don't balk at it. Don't be pissed off at it. Don't try and tell yourself that Salah's a bum and this one's a bum. You might be right, but it's pointless. Everyone's coming back. They have things to do. They have an offensive line to go try and fix. They have other offensive weapons they have to bring here. This is an enormous offseason for Joe Douglas. And listening to Aaron Rodgers, the leader of your franchise, here's another clue. Ain't no way they're drafting a quarterback. No way. He's being he's going to be here for multiple years. You are not drafting a top five, top six pick in the NFL draft and taking a quarterback and sitting him for multiple seasons under Aaron Rodgers while you're out trying to desperately end a 13-year playoff drought and take this team to the Super Bowl. You cannot look that man in the face who literally went on Pat McAfee and possibly saved your jobs. If you're Douglas, if you're Sala, if you're Hackett, that man literally is on TV saving your jobs. He's here for multiple years. You're chasing championships and breaking history. You are not going to look him in the face and say, I have no choice but to draft your replacement. Our number one, you know that number one pick? That fifth, sixth overall pick? You know, the biggest asset we have to improve the team? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna draft your replacement, and we'd really like it if you were cool with him. Ain't gonna happen. He's here for multiple years. They're chasing it. He just gave Joe Douglas the biggest vote of confidence you could ever give. He didn't waffle at all. He didn't say, "Look, when I came here, me and Joe hit it off. I think he's done a good job." But we've seen what happened this year. I think it's all been very disappointing. None, none of that. None. Love Joe Douglas. Look at he's built this roster. Great. I love his drafts. Love, 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 love. Saving jobs left and right. And you think they're going to turn around and and give and return the favor by not giving him any sort of weapon at all that helps improve the team next year and the year after? Instead, they're going to draft a bench player? Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. This is the future. Aaron Rodgers running the Jets. 
Douglas running the Jets, Sala, head coach of the Jets, Nathaniel Hackett with the best birthday in the world running the offense, and Aaron Rodgers running the whole damn show. That's it. You've bought it lock, stock, and barrel. You can't return it. There are no returns. They ripped up that receipt and threw it in the garbage the second the purchase was made. That's it. And count your lucky stars that the man is still on board. That's It's an easy answer. We have no more quabbling. We have no more questioning. That's the future. Jets, Aaron Rodgers, the current regime, chasing a Super Bowl for the next two years. Let's see if it works out. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you on the fan. It's just a glorious day. It's a glorious day for Jet fans. You should be extreme. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm laying it on a little thick because I find it hilarious on some level that Rodgers runs the team through the Pat McAfee show. But in all seriousness, I am not being sarcastic. This is the best thing that could have happened. You don't have another choice. You don't have another choice. This is it. He's going to stay for multiple years. He believes in the process. He's locked in. And as long as he's locked in, I don't think there's any, whatever happens the rest of the way. They might not be good enough to win any more games. I think they can go beat Washington. I don't think Washington's any good. And the Patriots are, if not the worst, one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I'd be disappointed on some level if the Jets can't figure out a way to win at least one game the rest of the season. But as long as this quarterback is publicly, and I'm assuming privately, heaping praise on the guys running the show, on the head coach, on the GM, on the offensive coordinator, they will not lose this team because Rodgers, without question, has the unabashed support and belief of every player on that team, without question. So as long as he's on board, Everyone's on board. As long as he believes, everyone believes. So those words that he gave to Pat McAfee are very important. I can laugh about it. We could joke about it. It's important. It's important. You know the direction of the team now. It's going to be Rodgers, Douglas, Sala, and Hackett. He believes in this offense. And you know what? He's won two MVPs. There's no reason to think the difference between Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers is literally the difference between one of the worst quarterbacks to ever play and one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. It's it's, it's the Grand Canyon. And he's been successful. He believes in it. And he'll go make it work. They need to add some things, but I would feel good about the idea that the next two years, this team, as long as Rodgers stays healthy, is capable of winning. 877-337-6666. So we'll get into that. We'll get into Yamamoto, too, of course, as there's a new report. As I told you, every day there's a new report. Now the report is going to it's going to take longer, and we're going to hear more reports. What does What is he waiting for? How many free meals does Yamamoto need? How many dinners? How many meetings? Make up your mind already. I can't take this anymore. 877-337-6666. We'll get to all of that, but we start with Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to the Giants quarterback making good. We'll get to a move the Yankees made that made me feel even better about the Juan Soto trade. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yeah, who's going to run this town tonight? We know who. He runs it all day. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to run the Jets. And you have no choice. All you got to just give in. Just give in to it. And hopefully it works out. And there's really no, you know, if he's healthy, 
You'd have to imagine that it's you're, you're still you're in a better position to win football games next year. I, I still am a firm believer in that. I am. I am. I still think that Rodgers has a good chance to be healthy and be good in this offense. And I do think if you bolster the offensive line a bit, they do have an offseason. They do have draft picks. They do have, you know, they he restructured his contract. They should have some money in different places. The defense I do think is legit. I don't think it's the 85 Bears necessarily, but I think it's as as good as defenses go in the NFL right now. It's hard, you know, to show me. There was a time we thought maybe the Cowboys defense. There's a, at home in Cleveland, the Cleveland defense has been uh, tremendous this year, but I think the Jets have a defense just as good. Baltimore obviously perpetually has great defenses, but I'll put that Jets defense right up there with all of them. And if you can get Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, who we might actually see become the superstar we all know he has the ability to be, you got Brees Hall, and if you get an offense and a threat at the quarterback position, it's not crazy. To me, we're right back. Like he put, like he said, McAfee, this year's a wash. That's how I'm treating it now. This year didn't happen. And I'm right back to the same enthusiasm that I think most of us had heading in. I'm going to forget about it. I'm not going to let this season weigh me down. I'm going to go right into next season with the same enthusiasm and see what happens. And listen, if your point is it's the Jets, we know how it's going to go. It's hard to argue. 877-337-6666. It's got to change at some point, though, right? Dom and Bensonhurst. What's up, Dom? Hey, what's up, C-Mac? What's up, buddy? Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, you missed me by 29 minutes, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I get what you're saying about Rodgers. And everything. Mm-hmm. But... You have to admit that this happened. This season did happen. You know, you could say it didn't, like, it's a wash or whatever, but it okay. did happen. Okay. And somebody needs to pay for it. Like, don't you think? Like, this team, no. and it's not just the, the problems from the Jets. Obviously, you could blame a lot of it on injuries. But also from a team construction standpoint, it was constructed so poorly. Don't you think? I mean, left tackle position, Mekhi Beck, yes. the starting left tackle, he was awful on Sunday. You know, yeah, and he's been awful for the last few weeks. He was I, at the start of the year. I thought he was trending in the right direction, but now, yeah, the he last looks like he was. But yeah, now but he looks completely garbage. Correct, correct. So, like, th- that's the decision Joe Douglas and Robert Sala both made. Yes, having Alan Lazard at receiver. Yes, he's been terrible. I mean, look been. at Joe Douglas's history as with free agent signings. They're terrible. So somebody, it's not just like I get it. He had some good drafts, mm-hmm. but there's somebody that needs to pay. And I get it. Rogers thinks like you know he's a great, he's great and all that. But you think Rodgers is really going to come out and talk bad about his GM and his coach? No, but they, he doesn't have to say he loves them either. He, he doesn't have to say he loves them. them. No, no, he, he, said, he said it, though. Do you think Rodgers uh, – do you watch these Pat McAfee interviews? Do you watch Rodgers go about his business? I, I, I watch, I watch do you the think, clips I think about Do you that. think Rodgers – look at him. Do you think Rodgers says stuff he doesn't want to say? No, I get it, yes. I get it. But at the do you same think time, he, do you I think, think he's giving you lip service? He's not. He's telling you I what think, he thinks. I mean, yeah, at some point, at sometimes I think he does, though, because, like, with the whole situation with Dak, I feel like that was some, a little bit of lip service. Well, he was, yeah, he was talking up a, he was talking up a young kid he had faith in. I'll give you that. Yeah, maybe, maybe with and Zach. And he's talking up a young coach he has faith in. No, that's not. You know? he, he could easily move on from the coach. He's one with Nathaniel Hackett. He believes in That's why he came here. Okay, he I, came I, here I for these guys. Is- I hate the excuse of winning with Nathaniel Hackett, though, because Nathaniel Hackett really didn't do anything in Green Bay. I mean, can we be honest about that? He was their red zone Dom, coordinator. Dom, 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 Dom. Please, I'm sorry. I, 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 I understand you sound like a good, smart football fan. I'm not doubting you at all. But you can't sit here. Someone called up the other night and said the same thing. You can't call me and tell me Dom from, Bre- from Bensonhurst knows what Nathaniel Hackett meant to the Green Bay Packers more than what uh, yes. Aaron Rodgers thinks. Okay, yes. I, All right, I I'm sorry. I do. Uh, you can't tell me he's not this, he's not that. I, am I, okay. I going to take your word for it or the Hall of Fame quarterback who played with him and extols his virtues at every oh, turn he gets? I'm sorry. I, I can't trust Dom defend, over Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't the Hall of Fame quarterback also defend Alan Zard and Randall Cobb? Well, I, listen, Randall Cobb was brought What's here because, well, Randall Cobb, I don't think Randall Cobb was brought, Lazard's the better argument. Randall Cobb was brought here to be another voice in the room that knows the offense, knows what Rodgers okay, expects. Fair, he fair. can get to the younger wide receivers. I don't think anyone really expected him to have a major impact on the team. Lazard, different. 
But also, Lazard with Aaron Rodgers is better. I mean, Devontae Adams has had some games. How's he done in, in Vegas? Is he the same player? Devontae Adams has been fine in Vegas. He hasn't been fine. Has he been the same player he was with Aaron Rodgers? He had 1,500 yards last yeah. year. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but still, it's not. Yeah, he's been okay. He's still Aaron. I mean, yeah, but he was never. Lazard was never him. I'm just saying, you take a step back without the great quarterback. Yes, you take a step back, but you don't forget how to catch a football. Yeah, he dropped some balls. I, he had a terrible year. I agree with that. There's no doubt in that. So you got to go out and get a better wide receiver. Is that impossible? Okay. You can't go out and get a better wide receiver. Whose job is it to get better wide receivers? I mean, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching all these young receivers in the draft last year that Jets had a possibility to get. And they're all doing great. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba had a game-winning catch yesterday. Yep. You had Zay Flowers is having a great season. Tank Dell in Houston's having a great season. He wasn't even a first-round pick. Jordan Addison's having a great season in Minnesota. And then we drafted in the first round an edge rusher who doesn't play. And I think he's going to be a fine player. Right. But what, what, what are we doing here? If we're trying no. to win now, why are we developing guys for the future when we have a one, two-year window with the quarterback? No, I, I agree. I think that, that those are all fair points. By no stretch am I saying Joe Douglas has done an amazing job. I agree with you. Joe Douglas has not done an amazing job. Doug, Joe Douglas has done a fine job. Yesterday, a caller called up and said he's worse than McCagnan and Idzik. That's not true. So that's, I went on true. I went on a rant about the, the the virtues of Joe Douglas, but only because like that was what I was fighting against. I don't disagree. I don't think Joe Douglas has done a, a great job necessarily. I think he's done a decent job with the defense. As you're seeing now, Jamal Adams being, you know, uh, sat down as a healthy scratch and being uh, yeah, unhappy. A, well. a tremendous trade. They made a couple of good trades. He managed to get Aaron Rodgers here. And ultimately, he, he last year, people want to say it fell into his lap. I don't care. He's got the offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, and and the and the running back, if wasn't hurt, probably would have been the offensive. He would have had the two best offensive rookies in in pro, in football. So listen, he hasn't done a great job. I don't think he's done a terrible job. But Rodgers trusts them. They have to go out and try and build this roster. Because I'm telling you right now, they beat Philadelphia. They won some games. This defense has made every single good quarterback they played against, besides maybe Tua last week, look pretty bad. Maybe Dak Prescott uh, earlier in the season. Besides that, they've made almost every big time quarterback look bad i think they're a good enough defense and with aaron Rodgers, the offense is completely different it's I, completely I different i get all of it i i really do i right. understand the point but at some point you gotta you gotta look at the facts no but the you facts yeah are, the, right but you want to fire people just out of anger you're not, it's how, not out of anger it's it not is out, out of anger, anger. He's, given, he's been given he's been given with it now four years he's been given with this team right and it's been nothing same with robert sala four years and obviously yes the defense is exceptional but at some point, you got to you got to give me results. Wins are results, and these guys don't win. I understand they that, but win. they've they've never had quarterback play, and the and the quarterback and wants them on? back. I understand. it's partially on them, of course. It's always on on them. I'm not saying again if Rodgers weren't if if Rogers wasn't here, we're having a different conversation. They're all fired. You start anew. I'm totally on board with you, but he's here telling you he wants them. Are you going to stick with Aaron Rodgers? I think if Aaron Rodgers... Are you going to stick with Aaron... Go, before we get into it, are you going to stick with Aaron Rodgers? Is that what you yes. think is best? Well, then yes. how Then how could go, going, going against him... Rodgers, though, and you say, we cannot bring these guys back. Yeah. Do you think he's just going to go out and, you know, leave the team? No, I don't, he's but I don't, think he'll be as, I don't think he'll be as comfortable or as happy. And why would okay. I bring him back? Why would I bring him okay. back and he make him less comfortable? He Green Bay and won two MVPs. What's that? He wasn't happy in Green Bay. He was happy with his MVPs. offensive coordinator. But not with anybody else. He hated his head coach. He hated his receivers. He hated everybody there. He wanted out of there for years. He I don't know about years. Game. He signed a new contract not too. It wasn't okay, that long I, ago. Yeah, but he we it was known for so long. Yeah, he was unhappy with the organization yeah. for drafting love, and it, it created yes. some bitterness. Yes, yes. he doesn't and have he that problem here. He's here. talked about coming here and being rejuvenated and feeling like he can play longer. If I'm going to yes. stick with Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to force new coaches on him. It just doesn't I'm, make okay. sense to me. Are we going to force it, or are we going to let him decide who's going to be in the new head coach? There's a difference with that. Yeah, so I'm going to fire him and then let him hire the new head coach? Yeah. Well, he likes Salah, so what's the difference? What if he says, I want well, Salah? So now you allow him to... Yeah, but I just, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't think you have to get rid of Salah. If Rodgers wasn't here, you clean house. Totally agree. Rodgers is here, and he's extolling the virtue. I'm not worried about the team being lost now. Go get Tomlin. I know the, I know the team is still behind him. Because they're still behind Rodgers, and Rodgers is behind him. 
Are there options? Are there certain guys? Like, if 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 they go to him and say, listen, I have to fire Salah. I'm sorry. Someone needs to pay. As as you as uh, Dom like to say there, someone needs to pay. So if, so if someone needs to pay for this season, and it has to be Coach Salah, if there are op- but it's not going to be Hackett. It's not going to be Hackett. So if it's not going to be Hackett, what coach comes in here and takes the offensive coordinator? And please stop telling me you're the second caller. Stop telling me the impact that Hackett had with the Green Bay Packers. Stop. You guys, whatever you may think, he wasn't the play caller. He was only this. He was only that. There, you, your opinion means nothing to me next to Aaron Rodgers. How could I? How could you possibly tell me you know Hackett's involvement in that offense and whether or not he was important to it or his impact to it better than Aaron Rodgers knows it? Please, there are there are arguments to be made, and then there are just dumb, just things you're you're saying because you don't like the coach. You cannot tell me you know how much he meant to that offense more than Aaron Rodgers does. Rodgers loves him. You're not going to get rid of him if you're going with Rodgers. Why would you – everything Rodgers said, he's happy to be back. He's playing for a couple of years. He knows Hackett's offense. He knows it's good for the uh, quarterback. He's won in it. He believes in it. He knows this team can go in on it. Then why the hell would you say, all right, listen, we love you, and we're, we're glad you're excited to be back, but we're taking all the things you're excited about away from you. It doesn't make sense. You've, you've signed up for the plan. Like on some level, it's the same thing with the Nets, right? It's the same thing with the Nets. If Durant said, I love it here, I want to be back, I want to play the next two, three years in Brooklyn, he never would have been traded. If Rodgers demands a trade, you move him. But you bring these guys in and you try, you shoot for it. In that scenario, it didn't work. They were an ankle injury away from, from winning the championship the first year with it. It didn't work. But once you, there's nothing else to do. And it's not like Durant where you can get a big-time package. He's a 40-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles injury. You can't trade him and get a, 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 a roster of young, talented players back. You're not going to get Mikhail Bridges back. There's nothing else to do but just trust it. It's, I understand you don't like the coach. I get it. I understand you don't like the GM. I don't like the coach and the GM. I'd be willing to move on from them. But you're signed into the plan. There's no leaving the plan. You can't midway through the plan. Billy in Hicksville. What's up, Billy? Hey, B-Mac, how you doing? Happy belated birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. So, first-time caller, I love your input on the Jets. I'm a big Jets fan. Um, I know that, like, every just like the last caller, Every Jets fan has got to be just extremely frustrated with 13 years not being in the playoffs. Sure, of course. So just with everything they and, want to and listen, and, and his point about Salah's record and the and the results is 100% accurate. I can't argue it. He's lost two out of every three games. He's been so uh, – they've been atrocious under him. Atrocious. Atro- I think it's just the preparation and, and the energy level to be aware for the games, like against Miami being a rival and the division rival and not being awake to do it. But anyways, but I know that we put all our eggs in one basket with a 40-year-old quarterback, which I'm just calling to find out what your inside thing is, what you think we need for next year besides the offensive line. But if we don't want Zach and we don't want Simeon and we don't want anybody else to be a backup, who do you think is going to back up Rodgers thinking that he's going to be healthy next season? Um, I, I mean, there are a lot of options. There'll be a lot of options. Someone better than them. Someone who's been a veteran quarterback. Someone who's made starts inside the NFL. There's a ton of options. I, I don't know who it could be. Honestly, I mean, there's just so many names. It's like, it's not even worth discussing because there's a ton ton of options. But it's got to be someone who's played quarterback in the NFL. Someone who has experience. Someone who started games for the in the NFL. That, I mean, there's no question. It can't be Zach. It can't be Simeon. It's got to be someone legitimately who's had a modicum of success. Go get Tyrod Taylor. He's going to be a free agent. Like that that kind of guy who started, who's been a starter, who's actually thrown some touchdown passes and led an offense and won some games. Like it has to be that because the possibility of him getting hurt again is there. Of course. But you need to bolster the offensive line. You need to get more wide receivers. 
Wide receivers have been an issue for this team. Whether it's Lazard, like the caller just mentioned, Lazard forgetting how to catch it, whether not being able to figure out how to use McCole Hardman, whether by Mims wanting out, obviously all these young receivers wanting out. None of it, for whatever reason, the wide receiver position has just been a disaster besides Garrett Wilson here for the Jets. So you got to go figure that out, and you got to figure out the offensive line. But other than that, like, are there gl- glaring holes? You want to get better everywhere. But defensively, I don't think there's any glaring holes. You could you could use a, a, a little bit more of an edge rusher. Hopefully you develop that as well. You have some guys in the, in, the, in the room now. But, yeah, you're hoping to develop maybe a little bit more of a pass rush. I think the defensive backfield is very good. Um you know, Williams is an excellent linebacker, but you could use uh, to bolster that. But for the most part, I like the defense. And I think, you know, the running back room, I think Brees Hall is a legitimate home run hitting running back. Maybe you want to get uh, a steady backup, maybe a little bit more of a, a thunder to his lightning, someone who can who can get those three yards in a cloud of dust type of back or just someone a little bit more firm, maybe in the goal line purposes or something. But Brees Hall the, uh, at the running back, you're a young wide receiver in Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. If you can get an offensive line, I still think that offense works. You got to get more wide receivers, offensive line. But yeah, the backup is important for this team. Jarvis in Harlem. What's up, Jarvis? What's up, Chris? What's going on? Uh, let's talk about the New York Jets and everybody's complaining about like, you know, like they want clean house. You hear, you hear BT and Salakar this morning. They want clean house. They want to bring in a new GM and, and a new coach. I go. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's like how, how many coaches the Jets have in like since two thousand? Like five coaches. So you want to hire? So you want to fire Rob Sala and bring in another voice? Like what? Who wants? Who? What? And what? Co- what coach wants this, the New York Jet job? Who? Who wants to come here? Yeah, especially under the guise that it's going to be uh, Rodgers for a couple of years. Rodgers, who openly um, talked about how much he loved the previous regime. So you're coming in knowing that Rodgers didn't want the guys fired, knowing he's going to be unhappy on some level that they were. It's a two-year plan with just Rodgers. You're either, you're either with Rodgers without Hackett, which is going to bother the hell out of him, or you have Hackett and the offensive coach who's been unsuccessful now for the last two years, wildly unsuccessful, as now your offensive coordinator who you have no say over the offense with. Uh, what offensive coach is going to come in here? Like, for, So you forget that. The head coach they, they're going to hire is going to be a defensive coach. Like it's it's yeah, it's well, first timer. It's first it's time probably no a first probably a first timer. Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I don't think it it's makes it's going to be the same thing. I, and yeah, I don't think it makes much sense. Same results. It's going to be the same thing. If you it's just, it's, uh, if you're going to keep Rodgers and he's professing love for the current regime, I don't think it makes sense to change it. Unless you want yeah, to just get rid of I don't everything. know. I mean, that's what everybody keeps saying. You're here for Emma Roberts, BT, Salakata, Joe Beningo, all these guys from all these guys from um, working at WFA are Jet fans. That's what they want. They want a new regime. They think it's going to make a difference next year. Like, yeah, I heard them talk about you know trading for Mike Tomlin. Like, if you want to bring in an established head coach, I don't agree. I don't think they could, but that would work. Like, if you could bring in a head coach like that, that obviously commands everyone's respect, who's been a, one of the great head coaches in NFL history and certainly recent history. And, you know, he's a defensive coach. He would have no problem probably letting Hackett be the offensive coordinator. He'd feel stable in the job because they would have to have traded a pick for him. Like, and, and Rodgers would probably have. Uh, you know, the ultimate respect for him, and he could probably keep Hackett. That might work. There's a handful of scenarios where maybe there's a situation where it works, but ultimately, I just don't see it. Unless you want to blow the whole thing up and never see Rodgers in a Jet uniform. Can you imagine bringing this guy here? And thank you for the call, Jarvis. Can you imagine bringing Aaron Rodgers here, the Hall of Fame quarterback, one of a handful of the greatest players in the history of the NFL and never seeing him play in your uniform and never giving it a chance. I understand Salah's lost. All right? I do. I understand he's lost two out of every three. I get it. But to be fair, he's a defensive coach 
who brought a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator with him in Matt LaFleur. Now he's got Hackett, who never adjusted to the quarterback, and the quarterback of his tenure being Zach Wilson. He wasn't given the best of circumstances. Just to be fair, doesn't make him a good head coach, doesn't make him a complete... I'm not trying to make complete excuses for him, but let's just be honest. It's not like he. It's not like he bungled, you know, uh, the the Chargers situation with Herbert. He was given Zach Wilson, and he couldn't make it work. Are you telling me you're so sure that Salah is going to tank whatever team he's given because he's such a bad head coach? You're so positive that he's such a miserable head coach. That you would rather forego seeing Aaron Rodgers comfortable inside an offense he knows and loves and ready to go next year. That you're willing to jeopardize that in any way, shape, or form because Robert Sala is that bad a head coach. That miserable a head coach. I just, I don't see it that way. If Rodgers wasn't here, the record alone gets him fired. But the quarterback's here. And the quarterback tells you he loves him. I don't know what else you do. I, I don't see it any other way. There's nothing else to do. 877-337-6666. Chris and Shrub Oak. What's up, Chris? Hey, Mac. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I, I don't understand some of these Jet fans saying, you know, got a couple calls, go, someone's got to pay. There's nothing else to do but just run it back again. I know. You know I, I mean, I it's agree kind with of you. such a stupid. I don't understand. And the other thing is, it's like, sorry, right, you want to get rid of Rogers, hit, and then you're out of second round pick. You never, the guy never played for us, and you basically gave up a second round pick for nothing. It, 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 it's 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 asinine. Some of these comments. And the other thing is, even if you even if you got rid of Rogers and whoever got rid of everybody, and Someone wants to draft. How are you even drafting a quarterback with your number one pick? You have no offensive line. Don't you have to build the line first? Um, before you draft, no, I I don't believe that. You know what that. I mean? Like the guy's gonna get killed if he's yeah, if you I, put him behind that line. Yeah, I mean I understand that, but I I think part of that is you could fix the offensive line without that number one pick. I mean. And you have to try and do it. Uh, it's, and you can't pass on quarterbacks. I think the Jets are in a different situation where your question is is a little bit nuanced. But generality, like the Giants, for example, who have a terrible offensive line as well, no, I, I want to draft a quarterback with that top pick. I don't care how the offensive line is. I'll figure it out. Like I, If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have answers. You don't have a team. The, the offensive line means nothing without a quarterback. So I if I believe in the quarterback, I take him. And then I'll figure out the offensive line. I think that's become overblown that none of these quarterbacks could function. It's going to ruin everybody. I disagree. you got to fix the offensive line, clearly. But at the same time, if I believe in a quarterback, I'm not waiting until I get an offensive line before I take one. But with Rodgers being on the team, my point isn't even that. I don't think that's the problem. The problem is he just committed multiple years. Are you going to honestly look this guy in the face? Especially Joe Douglas, who might have just got his job saved by the idea that that Rogers is out there talk, proclaiming how much he loves him and what a great job he did, and you know the owner's going to stick with Rogers. So like you're going to look Rogers in the face and go, "Thank you for, for for willing to come here. Thank you for uh, committing to us long term. Thank you for restructuring your contract. Thank you for having a radical surgery." Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having a radical surgery and coming and trying to rehab and get back here as soon as humanly possible uh, to, to try and make this thing work, even though it ultimately did not. And then thank you for going out there and telling everybody who listened how much you love me and what a great job you've, I've done here and saved my job. And here's your, your, uh, your gift for such unbelievable things you've done for me in the franchise. We're going to draft your replacement. Like you, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can. I, I understand it's for the future. He's just committed to another two, possibly three years. Who knows? Who knows? What if they if they if they get close in the next two years and he's playing great and feels good, he might figure out a way to come back for a third year. I don't know. I can't draft a quarterback in the first round when I have Aaron Rodgers here committed to multiple seasons. Not on a 13-year playoff drought. I have to use that pick 
to get a weapon that can help. If Marvin Harrison Jr. is available when they're picking, how do you not take him? If there is an all-pro stud left tackle that you believe in, how do you not take him? How do you not give this team next year with Rodgers every opportunity to go out there and be the best they can be? It's unfortunate, but you signed up for the plan. And honestly, the future be damned. You'll figure the future out when the future gets here. I'm chasing a championship. I'm in the same boat. This season hasn't changed anything for me. It really hasn't. They need to fix the offensive line, clearly. Clearly. You need more weapons on the offense, certainly in the passing game. Clearly. If they go do that, I still kind of believe in this defense. What changes? What changes from the optimism and the idea of go- other than him being injured? And But we didn't see him play last year. He was coming off a subpar. Like, to me, it's still the same thing. I'm attacking this as I attacked it last year. Real kick, uh, quick, um, Matt in Hoboken. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, buddy? Good. You know, I, I hear you talking about the Jets and Sala and Rogers. I, uh, I have a bunch of fan, friends who are Jet fans, and you know, to me, you got to understand. You know, what is what are the Jets organization owe Aaron Rodgers that they haven't given him already? You know, it, it is unfortunate he got hurt, but yeah. They, they pretty much let him handpick their offensive coordinator. He right. brought his boys, you know, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, who have turned out to be absolute bust right now. Like, well, you know, they've tailored an entire team to him. Yeah. And, you know, yes, like I said, it's unfortunate he got hurt. Yes. But they're handcuffing themselves to a single player who, yeah. yes, Aaron Rodgers is and, you know, more recently was a very great quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But time is undefeated. And Aaron Rodgers is what, thirty nine years old? Forty. You know, by the by the time this is all over, he'll be forty one. The Jets will be paying him money and you know, the odds are, you know, there's thirty teams thirty one other teams in the NFL. You know, odds are they might not win one with him. Are you really gonna sell out the now and the potential future because you want to give it a chance with him? Yes. I think you should, you should, they should be doing both. And, you know, Salah doesn't, you know. Well, I, but how, well, first of all, let me ask you, let me answer your question first. What do they owe him? They don't owe him anything. He's getting paid, and you're but right. They, they've done everything by him. They don't owe him anything. They owe themselves an opportunity to go win. And the best way to go win is to have a comfortable Aaron Rodgers. You paid him. You traded for him. This is the guy that you knew it was going to be next year with Aaron Rodgers anyway, no matter what happened this year. It was going to be Aaron Rodgers this upcoming season. So this is, yeah. this is still part of the plan. Why not? What's, what's wrong with improving the team and going out there and trying to win next year with Aaron Rodgers? I think the Jets don't owe him. They owe themselves. They owe the fan base. But- they owe the team. The most important thing they they owe their fans, you know. Right. I, you know, it's been a long time. Of course. Sure, but what do you think gives them a better chance to win next year? Not Robert Sala and not Nathaniel Hackett. Like I disagree. You know, if, I disagree. Like, how how have they done hiring coaches? How have they done I mean, drafting quarterbacks? They have yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the building. He's a Hall of Famer. He's the best quarterback I, I, in the history of the franchise, and he loves the offense coordinator, and he feels comfortable, and he knows that offense can work with him. Why? I mean, I, he he that he, that offensive coordinator got Zach Wilson this year. I and I get that, but Aaron Rodgers is proclaimed, and as you recently said, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Like, yeah. Does he really need to be a hundred percent comfortable with the offensive? I don't. I don't know if he needs to be, but why wouldn't I give it to him if I already have it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I move off that? Why is it not worth it? It's not working. Is it? He got hurt. We don't know if it works or not. How do we know him and Hackett don't work? The last time they were on the, the last time they were working together, he won an MVP. Yeah, but there's there's other components of that. What? There no, there are no other components. There are no what other components? There was, there, there was a different offensive line, a different team, a different head coach, well, I mean, receivers. I mean, yeah, I understand that, but what my point is is he was I mean, he's given 
he was given a, a, a terrible quarterback. Now he's got Aaron Rodgers, and they do have one of the best wide receivers in the game, and, and Garrett Wilson, one of the young, better wide receivers in the game. They got to go add another one. They got they got to add to the team. Totally agree. But we had optimist we had optimism heading into this season with it. The 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 team was dragged down by a bad offensive line that had a million injuries and a bad quarterback. I, I got to see what Aaron Rodgers is, and I'm not going like I don't understand. Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are a proven commodity. I'm not moving off of it just because I don't like what I saw this year. What I saw this year wasn't the plan. I didn't see Aaron Rodgers. It would be one thing if him and Aaron Rodgers failed. They didn't. Him and Zach Wilson failed. So did LaFleur and Zach Wilson. You know you know who succeeded? LaFleur and Mike White. Like I I I gotta see what Aaron Rodgers is. I have to. And if I'm going to bring him back, I'm not going to take away the coach he loves. It just doesn't make any sense. Why would I take away the guy he loves working with? Because he wasn't good this year, it's going to be a whole new thing with him. It's not he's not Zach Wilson. 877, you're just so mad that the season was miserable, you need scorched earth and I get it. And if Rodgers wasn't waiting in the wings, I'd be online with you. But Rodgers is here. You're going to go to him. He's committed for multiple seasons. He just went on and talked and and defended everybody. Like, I don't understand. As bad as it is and as ugly as it is, you don't like the idea the quarterback dictates it, and you don't like what you just saw. And I get that. But if I'm going to stick with Rodgers, why would I say, great, you're going to stay with us? Great. You restructured your contract? Great. You're coming back. You're sold on the organization, unlike no other player's ever been sold on the New York Jets, let alone a Hall of Fame quarterback. Great, 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 great. Thank you so much. You know that coach you love? He's out of here. We're going to figure it out, though, Rodgers. I promise you, Aaron. We're going to figure No, no, no. I know. I know you love him. I don't care. He was miserable with Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson's awful? I know. I know. But, you know, I mean, the fans are kind of pissed. What are you going to do? If you stick with him, you have to stick with the coach he loves. It's that simple. It's that simple.